Good morning. How are we? Saturday morning. What week it's been actually. We've had our five day kickstart, which many new ladies, many ladies who have been on our um, kickstart before program before have gone on, got some motivation from really amazing wins shared yesterday, actually. Um, And then, yeah, what a week being outside. Bit changed today. But with our outside sessions as well as our um, home workout. So that's been cool. We have our kickstart program starting, our 28-day kickstart starting on Monday. So if you do want to join us on that, do let me know. I can get you the details. So question I had, though, uh, a few times this week was about diet drinks. Are diet drinks OK? Um, had to, had one question about um, drinking squash, you know, sugar-free squash. And I just want to say that I, I almost wish that what I was about to say wasn't the case but despite what you read online a lot of the time and and stuff like that the research is quite clear here and there's a lot of myths around sweeteners and I just want to go over what the science says rather than my opinion so you might hear a lot about you know aspartame things like that uh, aspartame causing cancer and all sorts now consider that there was probably one study that one study that indicated this now you've got to consider that when asked to to share their data they didn't do it um, which again you go okay that's a bit interesting then you've got to consider the methods where if you actually essentially inject aspartame into someone bloodstream that's totally different from eating it you know if you injected olive oil into your bloodstream you would probably die like it's completely different your digestive system is almost like your immune system you know stop it's getting the nutrients to where it needs to be now you might hear like aspartame or sweeteners contain methanol and this is actually true and you might go wow that's that's amazing but when you look at the facts okay one serving of tomato juice so whether that's chopped tomatoes or tomato juice or whatever, contains four to six times more methanol than the same amount of Diet Coke. So tomato juice contains more methanol than Diet Coke, which is, which you'd go, oh, okay, well, maybe it's not that bad actually anyway. And again, like the devil is in the dose. Like even, even vegetables contain small amounts, like, you know, beans, tomatoes, then aspartame as well. But it seems like we want to blame something. Now, some people say, you know, what about does it does it spike your blood sugar levels? Now, I want you to consider that to squash this this myth that artificial sweeteners spike your blood sugar levels, ask someone with type one diabetes or, or someone with type two diabetes who takes medication that stimulates their um, pancreas and insulin production. And if they have a hypo, ask them if they would ever have a diet coke to bring their sugars back up and essentially save their life. And the answer would be no, because it doesn't increase their sugar levels like having sugar does. So that's always a good thing to do, no matter what you hear with that. Now, in one study, they also looked at appetite. You know, does it make you hungrier? Now, yeah, I'm not saying for you it might, you know, it generally might. But they gave 18 to 60 year olds um, one gram of aspartame a day, which is the equivalent of six cans of Diet Coke a day for 12 weeks. I know, horrendous. <laughs> That's not, even I was like, 
And yet, no impact on appetite. In fact, some studies have actually shown that the opposite occurred. People had less sugar cravings, less desire for sweet foods. No impact on blood sugar levels, as I said, which is a predictor of type 2 diabetes. So I guess my point here is that suggesting that diet drinks are bad is kind of just looking for something to blame. And, I, and I'm not saying here that they are healthy because directly they don't offer any health benefit, but like directly, but indirectly, if always ask the question, what's the alternative? If the alternative is full sugar or you're craving and you end up eating biscuits, then of course a diet drink is going to be better for you. Um, and I guess the key thing to consider here is as much as you might think, oh, it's a chemical and stuff like that. Everything's a chemical, but also sugar is a chemical, but it's also probably causing more harm. Well, it's definitely causing more harm than sweeteners are. Now, there might be a percent of the population who get headaches or, or something like that. That's fine. Or, or people with maybe IBS, especially certain sweeteners are probably going to disagree with you. Um, they're going to probably promote a trigger for IBS because a lot of sweeteners are actually fermentable. So hence why they're calorie free. So your body has to ferment them a bit like a vegetable. Um, so, <laughs> so they're not a vegetable there. Um, but there probably is one caveat I would say, and this is a bit of my hypothesis. Um, and I know a few other people in the field kind of look at this. I think, yeah, maybe is giving sweeteners to kids like toddler age. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I kind of am a bit like, because sweeteners are so sweet, is that at a stage where they're still learning kind of the taste buds? And because they're not aware of why they would have a sweetener, they just look at food as food. I wonder if that would be an issue in terms of their development to and sensitivity to sweet. So you have a sweetener and have a carrot. You know, we know the difference and we might not have them in that order, but kids might be a bit different in terms of their development. Maybe. <laughs> But I'm trying, I'm digging now, I'm digging to try and find something negative. But my point is, if it helps you lose, you know, if you make a simple swap, let's say you swapped a, a full fat, full sugar Coke for a diet Coke, and you made that change, and that was 100 calories a day, that might be the difference of one pound every five weeks. Then all of a sudden, over the year, you've lost 10 pounds from a simple swap. Or, like opposite, you haven't put on 10 pounds over the year. Then you look at that over five years, 50 pounds. That's that's a prime example of small habits, compound effect. Good morning, Kim. How are you? So any questions, do let me know. Hope that helps and have a great day. Take care.